Brakata Yahweh, Brakata Yahweh Shai, giving all praises, glory, and honor to Yahweh, Bahashem, Yahweh Shai, the Heavenly Father's name is Yahweh, which means he exists, Bahashem, which means in the name, Yahweh Shai, which means he is the deliverer who the world ignorantly calls Jesus Christ. The Heavenly Father have given us this truth through the Rakakwadash, which is the Holy Spirit, and we thank Yahweh, Bahashem, Yahweh Shai for its tender mercies. Peace and blessings to the elect and the remnant, which consists of you so-called Negroes, Latinos, Native Americans, as well as the Israelites who look like all the different nations. But your lineage go back to Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. Peace and blessings. And I wanted to go uh, straight into the lesson. And this lesson is going into food sacrifice to idols. Now, I had made a comment going into how uh, on uh, holidays, you know, like uh, Thanksgiving, you know, um, brothers and sisters out there uh as long as you don't uh, participate uh, participate in the idolatrous custom of thanksgiving where you're sitting down with your family you know and praying over the food you know because basically what's happening by you sitting down and praying with your family although you're uh, praying to the heavenly father yahweh in the name of his only begotten son, Yahweh Shai, and you're not pray, uh, praying to the uh, idol, uh, Jesus Christ. And because when you think of Jesus Christ, you're thinking of the blonde hair, blue eyed Jesus, which is not uh, biblical. So that's a false God. The God of the Bible is described in the scriptures in the book of Daniel as having uh, the hair of pure wool. The scriptures also tell us that if you if you seen me, you seen the Father. That's what the Messiah said. And we can go into the book of Revelation, chapter 1, verse 13 through 15. And, and it tells us that the Messiah is described as a Negro man with white woolly hair. So when you're um, serving uh, false gods, you know, through Christianity, you're actually partaking in idolatry. So family members that sit down. And they're uh, celebrating Thanksgiving. They don't know uh, for the most part unless you told them what the Messiah looks like in the spirit of the Messiah. You know, because the, the Bible tells us the true spirit of the Lord. And he's an austere man, not the, um, the, the characteristics that Christianity will have you to believe the Messiah is and the father as well, because they will just just uh say the mantra god is love when god is love but he he also exhibit wrath anger and jealousy he has many different emotions but the christian church will have you to believe that god is just love and that's just not biblical so going back to uh the food sacrifice to idols i want to really go into the scriptures because um after going uh more in debt in the scriptures because when you go into the book of first corinthians paul do mention about uh eating food sacrifice to idols and uh, basically the um the idea that you can eat uh foods that are sacrificed to idols as long as you uh know that those uh, foods don't have uh power you know, or, or, or the gods that the food is sacrificed uh, to. But I want to go more in depth in it because when you go into the book of Revelation, the Messiah tells us about uh, a church 
in uh, Pergamos, which because because uh, you know uh, the different churches uh, through um, through the different parts of um, of of like per, you know Pergamos, Pergamos which is uh, I believe in uh, modern day uh, Turkey. Pergamos is in modern day Turkey. So you had the different churches in the different uh, countries outside of uh, Jerusalem. And the churches were uh, basically, uh, you know, um, uh, gathering places because, you know, a, a church, you know, is a building, but really the church of the people, it just means to gather. So these were gathering places where the true worshipers of the Messiah would, would congregate. They would go to um, to hear the word and they will fellowship and so forth. But in certain countries, like in Turkey, in the, in the city Pergamos, there was uh, idolatrous customs that was creeping up in, in the different churches. So the Messiah, he had rebuked that church for for picking up customs because that that um, that city was a was a, a city that was heavily uh, influenced by by idolatry by um, by the heathens' customs, you know, and all of that was creeping into the church. So let's go to the book of Revelation chapter um, two because ultimately uh, my my advice and I'm a, I'm a follow what the Messiah say my advice to you brothers and sisters out there although uh, those foods have uh, or those gods they have no power if it was me I would refrain from eating food sacrificed to idols because the thing about it is Really, what are you what are you uh, pl uh, uh, plan on eating? You know, during during Thanksgiving, uh, really just a bunch of fattening food. You know, a bunch of food that's really not healthy, but it's you know that's important, but it's really be be uh, beyond that. It's really the fact is that these foods are sacrificed to idols, and ultimately we want we want to uh, please the Lord. And if it means not eating, you know, a food on Thanksgiving where you can easily go to the grocery store and um, and and get whatever you want as long as if it's lawful. And then also we have uh, a holy day or holy holy day uh, feast coming up, which is the uh, the feast of dedication, you know, the rededication of the lights which is going into the time of the Maccabees, which is an eight-day festival or feast of gift-giving, which is also known as Hanukkah. That is our holy day. So you, you can uh, eat turkey during that time. There's nothing wrong with that. If you want to cook a turkey during uh, Hanukkah, do it. You know, you just don't, you know, you just don't have to do it uh, during Thanksgiving. You know, so we have holy days. So I would refrain from eating, uh, you know, the whole turkey dressing, cranberry sauce on on uh, Thanksgiving. If if it was me, I would. 
So I'm going to go off the words of Yahweh by Shem Shai. So this is in the book of Revelation chapter 2, and we'll start at verse 14. It says, But I have a few things against thee, because thou hast there them that hold the doctrine of Balaam, which taught Balak to cast a stumbling block before the children of Israel to eat things sacrificed into idols and to commit fornication. Now remember, when you go into the whole uh, account of, of Balaam and Balak, you had uh, the heathens, the Moabites, that was trying to curse Israel. But what ended up happening was Israel were were uh, end up getting blessed because the scripture says that there's no enchantment against Jacob. So you had the heathens that were trying to um, cast the curse on Israel, and it backfired. So that's what uh, where it talks about Balaam. It says, who taught Balak to cast a stumbling block before the children of Israel to eat things sacrificed into idols and to commit fornication. It says, so has thou also them that hold the doctrine of the Nicolaitans, the Nicolaitans, which, which thing I hate. It says, repent or else I will come unto thee quickly and I will fight against them with the sword of my mouth so the lord um is rebuking this church which is in pergamos and let me double check because i want to make sure that it uh that i'm uh given correct information i do believe that pergamos isn't uh is in modern day turkey and the word um pergamos it means married because what was going on the uh the church was was becoming um was becoming basically just a uh an idolatrous uh church let's see let me double check Let's see, modern, let me type in modern day. I think it's in Turkey, if I'm not mistaken. Bear with me, Akim, in Akwafium. Yes, in Turkey. Present day, Bergama, province of Turkey. So yeah, it is in Turkey. So um, the, again, Pergamos, it means married. So, the, you know, the um, the heathens was really heavily uh, involved in idolatry and the church was picking up those customs. That's why the Lord was rebuking that church, you know, because they were eating uh, uh, things sacrificed to idols. So let's go to um the book of acts chapter 15 because the the uh, scriptures go into the gentiles and a lot of people will believe that the gentiles were actually were actually heathens but no the gentiles were israelites that were living in a gentile state of mind meaning that you had israelites that were taking on the greek customs 
you know, they were um, uh, worshiping the Greek gods. They were they were dressing like the Greeks. They were speaking the language. You know, they were in the, in those gymnasiums and stuff like that. Because the Greeks, man, they they would um, they would basically exercise naked. That's where you get the whole Olympics from. Because during the time of the Olympics in the ancient times, they were uh, doing all those sports uh, butt naked, man. So the Israelites that were living in a Gentile state of mind, they were taking on those customs. So when uh, Paul and the rest of the apostles uh, went into those areas where the Gentiles were, that's who they were preaching to. They was pre preaching to the Israelites that was in that Gentile state of mind. So we're going to go to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 2, and it reads, Ye know that ye were Gentiles carried away unto these dumb idols, even as ye were led. And this is letting us know that the Israelites were as Gentiles carried away into these dumb idols because the Israelites were worshiping those other gods, wood and stone, just like how we were uh, Gentiles. Us uh, brothers and, you know, you sisters out there that uh, came out of the Christian churches, you know, um, we were in, we were uh, Gentiles, man. We were uh partaking in idolatrous customs like christmas and thanksgiving and so forth you know easter uh, uh what's that uh new year's uh new year's day or new year's eve you know christmas christmas is is a, a very a big idolatrous holiday even in the book of jeremiah chapter 10 it tells us not to put a christmas tree up in our home but as uh gentiles we were carried away into those dumb idols man worshiping uh, jesus because jesus that's an idol man that's not the messiah's name and he's not a so-called white man so let's go to the book of um uh what's that uh acts chapter 15 and i'm gonna try to read this fast because it's i gotta read really all of 15 it's it's in certain this is uh the book of acts chapter 15 verse 1 it says in certain men which came down from Judea taught the brethren and said, except ye be circumcised after the manner of Moses, ye cannot be saved. So you had certain men that came from Judea was teaching uh, brothers that they had to be circumcised after the manner of Moses, because that is the, uh, the, the laws, you know, you have the five books of Moses. So uh, circumcision is a law. And circumcision, as most people would know, is that, it, you know, a man, you have to um, have your foreskin cut off, you know, because when you're born, you, you know, when we were born, we, we, uh, we were born with foreskin. But when you get circumcised, you get that part uh, cut off. So that's a custom of the Israelites is to be circumcised. So you had men that was teaching a grown uh grown men that they had to be circumcised in, in order to be saved that's why i'll read that again it says and said except ye be circumcised as after the manner of moses ye cannot be saved so they're they saying if you if you weren't circumcised you can't be saved it says when therefore paul and barnabas had no small dissension and disputation with them they determined that paul and barnabas and certain other of them should go 
up to Jerusalem and to the apostles and elders about this question. It says, in being brought on their way by the church, they passed through Phoenice and Samaria, declaring the conversation of the Gentiles, and they caused great joy unto all the brethren. So you had Paul and Barnabas that were going to go in and basically they were going to, um, um, you know, in other words, they're going to uh, inquire and, and deal with the situation, you know, because you had, again, uh, brothers were being taught that if they didn't get circumcised, they couldn't be saved. So they were going to clear that matter. It says, and when they were come to Jerusalem, they were received of the church and of the apostles and elders and they declared all the things that yahweh had done with them it says but there rose up certain of the sect of the pharisees which believed saying that it was needful to circumcise them and to command them to keep the law of moses so you had this the certain sects of the uh, pharisees because remember the pharisees were all about the law so they were very strict about the law and so they were in agreement that those men needed to be circumcised it says and the apostles and the elders came together for to consider of this matter and and when they had been much disputing peter rose up and said unto them men and brethren ye know that that a good while ago yahweh made choice among us that the gentiles by my mouth should hear the word of the gospel and believe so peter was basically saying look the, the gentiles they they uh they needed to hear the word the gospel and believe it says it says in yahweh which knoweth the hearts bear them witness giving them the holy ghost even as did unto us so basically peter was saying look you know uh the uh the i'll read it again it says which knoweth the hearts so the heavenly father he knows the hearts of men it says and bear them witness giving them the holy ghost even as did unto us because paul or not paul but peter was saying look they could they could receive the holy ghost just the same as uh, we received the holy ghost it says and put no difference between us and them purifying their hearts by faith so he was telling them, look, there's no difference between the Gentiles and us because it's only through the purification of the heart through faith. Faith in who? Yahweh Shai, who the world ignorantly calls Jesus Christ. It says, now, therefore, why tempt ye Yahweh to put a yoke upon the neck on of the disciples, which neither our fathers nor we were able to bear? So they would uh, uh peter was saying look why would you put uh, a a burden because that's a you know that's what a yoke is it's a burden why would you put uh, the burden on on the gentiles where uh the the israelites couldn't uh, bear that same uh yoke you know because you had the uh the israelites that couldn't uh keep the laws that's why it says which neither our fathers nor we were able to bear it says but we believe that through the grace of our lord yahweh shai hamashiach we shall be saved even as they so it's all about uh believing in yahweh shai you know through grace and that, that's what it's all about now we have to keep the laws but it's it's through grace 
and faith that we're saved. It says, then all the multitude kept silence and gave uh, audience to Barnabas and Paul declaring what miracles and wonders Yahweh have wrought unto the Gentiles by them. It says, and after they, and, uh, and after they held, had held their peace, James answered saying, men and brethren, hearken unto me. Simon hath declared how Yahweh at the first did visit the Gentiles to take out of them a people for his name. And to this agree the words of the prophets as it is as it is written it says after this i will return and build again the tabernacle of david which is fallen down Let's see it says will build up and will build again the ruins thereof and i will set it up it says that the residue of men might seek after the Lord and all the Gentiles upon whom my name is called, saith the Lord, who doth all these things known unto Yahweh are all his works from the beginning of the world. So like let's see. It says, therefore my sentence is that we trouble not them which from among the Gentiles or turn to Yahweh. So he's saying, look, that we trouble not them as returning to the Lord, because the whole key is to when when brothers and sisters come into the truth, we're not to put a, a heavy burden. You know, brothers that that been in the truth for a while, we're, we're, we're not to uh, 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 basically uh, put more on you. You know, just coming out of these Christian churches and, and abstaining from from uh, idolatry, you know, is 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 a is a good thing, you know, because we we all didn't get this truth, you know, overnight. It, it, it was a process. So it's the same way with the uh, Gentiles who are who are Israelites that were living in those areas that were just coming out of those idolatrous customs. So this this is really what this is uh, uh, saying. It says, it says, wherefore, my sentence is that we trouble not them which from among the Gentiles are turned to Yahweh, because you got brothers and sisters back then that, that were just turning to the Heavenly Father through his only begotten son, Yahweh Shai. It says, it says, but that we write unto them that they abstain from pollutions of idols and from fornication and from things strangled and from blood. So this is um, this is uh, basically uh, the the requirement. You know, don't put a heavy burden on them except they abstain from pollution pollutions of idols and from fornication and from things strangled and from blood. So that's going into the um, the foods. You know uh, foods that are strangled you know to uh to those false gods and and from blood because uh our custom is that we can't eat like raw meat or things that have blood in it it says 
for Moses of old time hath in every city them that preach unto uh that preach him being read in the synagogues every uh Shabbat day it says then please it with the apostles and elders which the whole church to send chosen men of their own company to Antioch with Paul and Barnabas namely Judas surnamed Barnabas and Silas chief men among the brethren and they wrote letters by them after this manner so these were uh, letters written you know it says the apostles and elders and brethren send greetings unto the brethren which are of the Gentiles in Antioch and Syria and Cecilia or let me Cilicia Salakia Cilicia uh for as much as we have heard that certain which went out from us have troubled you with words subverting your soul saying ye must be circumcised and keep the law to whom we get no such we gave no such commandment so they were correcting basically how the you know the the uh the followers of Hamashiach Yahawashai they were being troubled because they were told that they had to be circumcised if not they wouldn't be saved so they were they were clearing that matter up I read that again it says for as much we have heard that certain which went out from us have troubled you with words subverting your soul saying ye must be circumcised and keep the law to whom we gave no such commandment so they were saying they didn't give no such commandment that that uh that they needed to do that which is going into the uh the uh, commandments or the traditions or the doctrines of men it says it seemed good unto us being assembled with one accord to send chosen men unto you with our beloved barnabas and paul men that have haphazardly hazarded their lives for the name of our lord hamashiach yahawashai we have sent therefore judas and silas who shall also tell you the same thing by mouth for it seemed good to to the holy spirit or the holy ghost it says and to us to lay upon you no greater burden than these necessary things so they were saying we ain't going to lay nothing on you except these necessary things it says that ye abstain from meats offered to idols and from strength and from blood and from things strangled and from fornication from which if ye keep yourselves ye shall do well fare ye well so they were saying look we're not going to put nothing else on you except you uh refrain from uh meats offered into idols so the point is uh thanksgiving would fall or part or basically that would that would uh fall into that food sacrifice to idols because that turkey it was it was uh slaughtered so people could sit down with their families and eat you know thanksgiving turkey so it's best to refrain from it so when you go into the book of first corinthians um let's see paul go into that 
about uh what's that first corinthians in eight where it talks about uh, eating food sacrifice to idols so i'm gonna do a i'm gonna do a part two going into first corinthians chapter eight so the whole point is that it would be better for you brothers and sisters to refrain from eating those foods you know and and the whole key is that it shouldn't um it shouldn't be uh to the point where it will cause you to to go back into uh celebrating holidays that's why the lord talked about a stumbling block and when you go to first uh, corinthians chapter 8 it talks about how paul was saying that those foods uh they they don't have or the idols they don't have power so eating those foods sacrifice the idols um it, it's it's a, a it's basically um how should i say uh, you can eat them but if it's a stumbling block don't eat it that's what that's what paul is saying but when you go into the book of revelation it talks about uh, the messiah talked about those stumbling blocks because that's the worst thing that a brother can do that's been in this truth for a while is to make a stumbling block or create a stumbling block for the new believers that's the whole point because though because you know again those idols they have no power so paul was saying look you know whether you eat it or not those idols they have no power but if it's going to cause some of my brothers to stumble it's better not to eat it so that's what i'm saying it's better not to eat it especially you brothers and sisters that are just now coming out of this this uh, wicked paganistic uh, uh uh you know country uh idolatrous customs don't do it shalom